Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into hour number two on the Sports Grid Network Series XM Channel 159. It's the early line. Joe Ranieri down your right side here. One more hour to go. And sometimes you got to take a step back and say, let's evaluate the season as a whole, even though we're roughly halfway through it in the NBA. We're going to talk some futures because as we teased in hour number one, sometimes it doesn't make all that much sense, the type of odds we're getting for the production that is on the court. If we start in the Western Conference here, the top team right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the Western Conference is the Golden State Warriors at plus 370, who just lost to the Phoenix Suns last night without anybody in the starting lineup. And if the season were to end today, they would be the eighth overall seed. But again, the favorites to win the conference, because why? Once you get to the playoffs, it's about superstars and superstars being healthy. We'll start there in the West. Do you agree right now, Joe Ranieri, that the Golden State Warriors should be the favorite to win the Western Conference? Uh, yeah, no, I do not. Um, but again, it, it just goes to show you here, Donnie, that it's such a long season that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these future odds, it's not necessarily who they are right now. Well, it's definitely not who they are now, but what we know them to be down the stretch right because you got to be in it to win it uh and you know they are not interested in having the best record and having none of that matters to these veteran uh, teams here uh the clippers the nuggets are finally healthy so that kind of makes sense but I, i mean i would say any combination of those top four teams it, it, it could, you know, anywhere, and you can choose any one of them, I think, and still be in the game uh, come the playoffs here right around the halfway through as we get ready for conference championships. I think any one of those top four are going to uh, make a pretty decent run. Beyond that, the Suns, the Pelicans, not so convinced with the rest of that, but I do think the top four are interchangeable right now. That's crazy. Like equating it over to the NL and the NFC, like halfway through the season, Joe, if the Philadelphia Eagles were four Mm -hmm. and four, like, I don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Favorites to win the conference here at that point. That's really not the way it works. But the NBA, certainly different. And it's not a one game elimination tournament once you get to the end in the playoffs. You got to win five to seven games there. And obviously, that certainly makes a difference. Now, let's flip it over to the Eastern Conference. The Boston Celtics currently sit at a plus 180 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the Eastern Conference. And they actually are in the league right now in the Eastern Conference, 29 and 12 overall. That also follows up the Milwaukee Bucks at a plus 280 price and the Nets at a plus 440. 
What gives in this environment here, in this conference, Joe, and do you agree with the Boston Celtics? Well, yeah, I mean, listen, the Celtics uh, should be. They have uh, proven already in this uh, this stretch that they are uh, the team that uh, you've got to reckon with, and they also proved it last year. So, you know, yes, the Celtics absolutely should be at the top of the heap, unlike the Golden State Warriors. Uh, but here's the thing. We watched uh, what a healthy Brooklyn Nets team is uh, capable of uh, now that they have some stability uh, in that locker room. But then all of a sudden, Durant gets hurt now, and he's out a month. Mm -hmm. So can they weather this storm? I mean, right now, they are on pace to win right around 54, 55 games uh, this year, which would go over what their preseason total was. But again, we know at the drop of a hat, we could get Kyrie. Like, anybody see Kyrie? Where'd he go? I have no idea where he is. He's gone. Durant's not. You know, there could be a lot of distractions here with the Nets. But I think when healthy, there is no doubt that it is the Nets and it is the Celtics that should be number one and two on that list. And until I can see Middleton, Holiday, and Giannis stay on the court for a stretch of time... Um, I can't put any stock into the Milwaukee Bucks. Way too consistent, way too dependent on those three guys, and they have yet to play a whole lot of games together this year, Donnie. Let's welcome in the radio audience here. You're listening and watching to the early line, Sirius XM Channel 159, right here on the Sports Grid Network. It's Joe Ranieri and Donnie right side talking some NBA futures. And now we say... Who's going to win it all? Which this is very interesting, the pricing at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Because usually, mm. Joe, it's split, right? You might have two teams from the East or two teams from the West, but also factoring into that one of those top spots would be a team from either one of those opposite conferences because somebody has to get there just to win it. But how about this? The Boston Celtics, a plus 390 price, followed by the Milwaukee Bucks at a plus 550 price, mm. and then followed by the Brooklyn Nets at 8-1. to one. All three Eastern Conference teams here, the leaders in the clubhouse at the FanDuel Sportsbook, to win the NBA Finals. Do you agree with that? Or should maybe one of the Western Conference teams be priced above either A, Milwaukee, the Nets, or the Boston Celtics? Yeah, no. Um, I think it's uh, – my problem, again, I'll say it is with, uh, is with the Bucs there. And while uh, Giannis is a uh, one-man wrecking machine, uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, and, uh, you know, no Middleton here now again. And then when Middleton comes back, Holiday gets hurt. It's a rough stretch here. Uh, if healthy and in a groove, yes, Milwaukee can be there. But the one team that should be in conversation, it's not, is uh, is the Clippers. Because uh, we also know what that team, uh, very veteran-laden. When you got Kawhi and you got Paul George on the court at the same time, that's a different team uh, maybe a little undervalued on that list in that second column, Donnie. Yeah, let's see what happens here, too, in the Western Conference. You might get a little bit of a, bon a bogan, or excuse me, a bo bonus. How about that? Get that out of words. A bonus in the Western Conference. Bonus. Because why? A team from the Western Conference, Joe, has to actually make it to the finals. So somebody's going to be there at a pretty good price when it's all said and done. Level of trust coming up next in the NFL. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Our number two rolling along as we flip it over to the NFL right here on Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. Donnie and Joe here. It's time to talk some super wild card weekend action. Now, a little bit later in the show, we're going to preview these games, do what we do every Wednesday, see where the lines will end up. But I like this because this is called the level of trust. Quarterbacks, as we know, probably the most important position in all of sport. So if you're going to win a football game in the playoffs, I need to know where Joe thinks this level of trust should be because we're not going to say, hey, how about your level of trust on Tom Brady? That's no fun. What type of game is that? <laughs> Let's go with performers who haven't played in the playoffs, and do you trust them? The first gentleman we are going to start with is Geno Smith of the Seattle Seahawks in a season where he threw for close to 4,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions up for comeback player of the year. I'm going to ask you right off the bat, heading into this 49ers game, your level of trust at Geno Smith in this super wild card weekend. Well, um, it's interesting, uh, Donnie. Here, I, I do have an extreme level of trust mm. when it comes to Geno Smith. And a prop bet that says yes, he will throw an interception. Can can I use that? Ah, can I can I come up with? I that? like it because I do I like believe this. that yeah. um, there's death taxes and uh, Gino throwing an INT in this game is uh, is also pretty much up there where it's going to happen. So um, no, listen. I, I mean, Seattle has overachieved in every way possible, and you know where it starts and why they've overachieved. It starts because Gino Smith overachieved uh but the Seahawks style of play where they run the ball and they you know they got two tremendous wideouts really good tight ends the style that Seattle plays it fits Geno Smith right right team at the right time in the right system it matters it wasn't the right time in the right system with Geno with the Jets but as it turns out uh he landed where he needs uh, to be um, in the playoffs, it's all about matchups. Do I trust Geno in the playoffs to beat the defense of the 49ers, a divisional rival uh, that has already beaten them twice this year? Um, no, I, I, I don't. Great story, great year, one in which he should have bought himself at least 
another year or two here as the quarterback of uh, Seattle. Nobody thought they were going to be at this spot right now. Seattle didn't think they were going to be in this position right now. And it's all due uh, to Geno Smith. But I do think the uh, the ride um, probably not going to end uh, as if they wanted to. He'll keep it interesting early. Can't trust him in a long haul against a team that knows all of his weaknesses and tendencies. Geno Smith here played in all 17 games for the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. In 15 of those games, Joe, he threw touchdown passes. One of those two games that he didn't, against the San Francisco 49ers Francisco on the road. 49ers. So maybe something to yep. keep an eye on this weekend. And as we talk about the 49ers, let's keep it in the same game. Brock Purdy, superstar rookie here. 13 touchdowns on the season, four interceptions, 1,300 yards, nine games played, including eight starts, and not a single loss in that category. A rookie quarterback heading into Super Wild Card Weekend. Joe, your level of trust for Brock Purdy. Uh, it's interesting, right? We've never seen a um, we've never seen a rookie quarterback one get to the Super Bowl, much less win it. Uh, so this is uh, we're in kind of uncharted territory. Uh, Brock Purdy has won his uh, first five career starts. Uh, in 2004, we saw a young guy named Ben Roethlisberger uh, rattle off 13 straight wins as a uh, as a rookie um so can we trust him in order to be able to elevate this team to a point where they're going to be representing the nfc in a super bowl um rookie quarterbacks four seven and one against the number in wild card weekend in the last 20 years all the trends donnie say we can't trust them but then again, all those trends don't take into consideration the weapons that this rookie has uh, around him. Nothing that I have seen from this guy in the five starts uh, shows me that this is a very fragile situation here, one in which um, it looks like the moment is too big for him. The dude looks calm, cool, collective. He looks as if he has been in this spot uh, for many years. I could not have been more impressed. And you know what? Nobody's talking about him, Donnie. I think that's the, even the, the crazier part is that we're all worried. We're talking Geno Smith and we're talking all these other quarterbacks. And yet Brock Purdy, I don't know if it's as people just assume that he's a rookie. He's not going to make it to the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? It's not going to happen. Um, I wouldn't be so sure here. Shanahan, again, right coach, right situation, loaded with weapons and a Super Bowl defense. Uh, it could not have landed any better for Mr. Irrelevant. I don't think he's going to be Mr. Irrelevant in this uh, in this stretch run here in the playoffs. So I'm a um, put me in team party, man. Uh, from what I've seen, mannerisms is reads uh, defensive. Now you know they've had film on him for what five games, and they yeah. still haven't been able to uh, to throw him for a loop. I uh, love what I've seen from this kid, and uh, it may be one of the biggest surprises that we have seen in the last 20 years in the NFL when it's all said and done with him. And also, if you do like touchdown passing props, which are typically listed at one and a half per game per quarterback, mm -hmm. Brock Purdy is a cash cow. We'll see if he can continue that this weekend. Truth. Another quarterback, younger quarterback, going on the road this weekend, that's Justin Herbert. 
Sophomore year in the NFL, 38 touchdown passes, 15 interceptions. This year, 25 touchdown passes, 10 interceptions, but a playoff appearance. Your level of trust in Justin Herbert for the Chargers going on the road this weekend. I like Justin Herbert a lot. Um, Is it fair to say, Donnie, that I trust Justin Herbert more than I trust his coach? Uh, Ah, And unfortunately... A young quarterback like this, and he's, the, you know, he hasn't been here and done this. I mean, I feel like Justin Herbert's been in the league for 20 years, uh, but he hasn't been. It's his first playoff start. He's going up against another quarterback who's also making his first playoff start. So there's no experience here. And what we have seen from this Herbert, um, you know, uh, combination of this coaching staff and him I, you know, his capabilities and what he is capable of doing, sky is the limit. But at um, at one point, uh, there is going to come a time where this coach is going, and I mean going to get in the way and prohibit Justin Herbert from taking that next step. It may be this weekend. It may be if they get past it the next. Um, but I love Justin Herbert. Um, sometimes you got to fail in order to succeed. It wouldn't shock me if uh, if Justin Herbert uh, doesn't get it done this go-around. And how about this one? It's keeping in the same game, same city, same game. Mm. How about this one? Trevor Lawrence. Do we have a level of trust here? If we take a look at his rookie year, which was a disaster, a passer rating of 71, yes. 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Keep in mind, he played in all 17 games as a rookie. Did the same thing in his sophomore season, 25 touchdowns, eight interceptions, a 95 passer rating. He will be home getting the benefit of home cooking and that crowd. Your level of trust for sunshine, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, um, could not be more impressed with a guy that had to go through what he went through with Urban Meyer in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. How he wasn't, uh, you know, blah, 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 when it was all said and done is beyond me, uh, Donnie. Uh, but you know what? Coaching matters in the NFL. And uh, giving him Doug Peterson, and you know this as an Eagles fan, uh, the right guy at the right time to elevate this kid who had all the tools in the world right now. And we're looking since uh, since November, second in the NFL in completion percentage, third in passer rating, eighth in QBR, 14 TDs, and just two INTs in his last seven games. I got a lot of faith in that coach-QB combo here coming up this weekend. And we got one more quarterback to talk about coming up after the break and also grabbing value in the NFL playoffs. Stay tuned to the early line right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Value on NFL futures coming up. We got one more quarterback this weekend. Do you trust? Now we're talking the New York football giants. If we're talking level of trust, which you probably should have done also in coaches, Brian Dable at the highest point of Mount Everest that you can possibly be for me. But he doesn't play the football games. Players do, including quarterbacks that have to perform big. If we look, Joe, at Daniel Jones throughout his career, his rookie year, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Hey, look at this. This guy's going to be something. Over the next three years, 11 touchdown passes, 10 interceptions in his second year. Third year, 10 touchdown passes, 7 interceptions. Started 16 games this year for the Giants and threw 15 touchdown passes here. Obviously, they get it done differently than most NFL teams. They, talking about the Giants, will be going on the road to take on the Minnesota Vikings. What is your level of trust in Daniel Jones as your quarterback on Super Wild Card Weekend? Yeah, now one of those first-time, uh, you know, playoff <laughs> starters here with Daniel yeah. uh, Jones, uh, which is where um, coaching comes into play. And uh, it, it's you've got to, especially early on in these guys' career, how much faith do you have in these first-time, uh, you know, playoff starting quarterbacks? How much faith do you have in their coaches to put them in a position to succeed, right? Because that's ultimately what it comes down to. Uh, there's uh, gifted talent. They're all gifted enough to be able to win football games in the NFL, which is why they're here. Um, you know, Danny Dimes with Dable, uh, you want to talk about a possible um, career-saving hire by the New York Giants here. Uh, to start this year, Donnie, we were going, all right, when are we getting, how do we get rid of Daniel Jones? Who's going to be next? <laughs> Nobody's even talking. They bring in Dable, and now all of a sudden we're talking about, well, you you know, you got to get him an extension. You got to sign him. There's no way you can not let him. Okay. Um, the reality is he's been money in certain spots, uh, including on the road as a uh, quarterback, 17 and 7 against the number, uh, as a road dog, 16 and 5 on the road against the number here. Danny Dimes has excelled in this spot. Going on the road, hostile environments, as an underdog, it has been money. Now he's got the right coach. So uh, quite honestly, um, is it crazy to say I have more faith and trust in Danny Dimes than I do the quarterback he's playing? 
It's it's pretty wild too because when you look at the Giants as a whole, this was pretty much a throwaway season where Dable comes in, sets the foundation, a clear cap space, and they're worried about maybe picking up a draft pick. Other teams in the same realm, the Texans and the Chicago Bears, those two teams fought for the number one overall pick. Dable put his team in the playoffs and clinching that with a few weeks to go. An absolutely tremendous you know scenario for Dable. Can't speak highly enough of him, but we'll see if that level of trust wings over here to a playoff win for the Giants. Talking about playoff wins, do you want to win football games? Do you want to cash tickets? Let's take a look at some NFL futures, and we're going to start with the AFC champion. Right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are at a plus 165, followed by the Buffalo Bills at a plus 200 price. For just about 95% of the season, Joe, it was the Buffalo Bills in the driver's seat. Now that the Kansas City Chiefs have home field advantage, but... They get the bye week, but if these two teams do meet up, talking about the Bills and the Chiefs, it looks like this morning, some word leaking out, this game would be played in Atlanta as a neutral site, which again, Kansas City, massive home field advantage if they play in Arrowhead. Buffalo would add a massive home field advantage if they played up in Orchard Park. Not going to be the case here. Does that affect your betting strategy here, or truly, could it be roughly a coin toss between the Chiefs and the Bills, or... Do those Cincinnati Bengals crash the party for you, Joe? Yeah, well, I mean, listen, they uh, they're staring at you there at what the uh, the fourth price on the uh, on the board uh, there, and you've got to love what you have seen uh, from this Cincinnati team. They are in a good position to handle business uh, in this opening round, uh, but at some point, it's going to have to go through um, either Atlanta between. Buffalo and Kansas City, or it's going to have to go through Arrowhead with Cincinnati. I mean, I think one of those three teams by far, and hopefully if you guys have been paying attention throughout the season, um, you know, you gave yourself a possible hedging opportunity here because you could have grabbed all of these teams at, you know, at least six to one or better uh, earlier on, Donnie. And now we're looking yeah. at, you know, plus 169 Kansas City. Um Listen, they're going to be there. Uh, Buffalo is, you know, to bet against Buffalo right now, no way. Uh, and uh, Cincinnati has proven time and time again they're not going to roll over. Uh, I think it's all going to come down to which defense do I trust the most to get stops. Uh, Kansas City is last on that list, uh, but uh, it's going to be between Buffalo and Cincinnati as far as I'm concerned. I don't think... Kansas City is going to be in the equation uh, when it comes uh, all said and done. I think it's fantastic. Like those top three teams that you talked about, the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals, I mean, interchangeable yep. parts. And you can't say, well, Kansas City runs or no. Buffalo's had some success against them. And also, let's remember, the Bengals yep. beat them three times in one calendar year. They're not scared Correct. to take on Cincinnati and, excuse me, take on Kansas City, even in Kansas City if it gets there. Let's flip it over to the NFC, which to me seems like a two-horse race here, Joe, and priced appropriately. The Philadelphia Eagles had a plus 155 price to take down the NFC Championship, followed by the San Francisco 49 at a two to one price. Dallas now sits at a plus 550, followed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who they are going to take on this weekend in Super Wildcard Weekend at 11 to one. Is it a two man race for you, or can somebody else sort of crash that party? Nobody's crashing uh, that party. It's going to be Eagles. It's <laughs> going to be 49ers. The NFC is going to be as chalky as it comes. Uh, Get ready for it. Uh, and it's really a matchup, mm -hmm. Donnie, since about halfway in the season, we've been 
focusing on and saying, eh, it's going to come down to the Eagles and 49ers. Ultimately, uh, who's going to get home field advantage, right? Well, the Eagles secured that barely, uh, but they ended up uh, getting it done. And now the 49ers, uh, listen, they handle business. They're going to have to they're going to have to win a game in Philadelphia in January in order to give themselves a chance to play for a championship. And uh, I think that's the game we're all looking forward to. I think it's the game we all think we're going to get here. I don't see any reason. Can't you get Cowboys in all likelihood may not leave Tampa with a win. They can't play on the grass. Uh, they can't. They've already been here and they can't get it done. And I can't think of two things I trust less than the number three and four team that you have on that list, Donnie. It's absolutely crazy. And the Vikings, I think they've used up all of their uh, nine lives here uh, already <laughs> this year. So two, it's a two-team race as far as I'm concerned. I got to tell you, if, if you can fast forward to NFC, AFC Championship weekend or that Sunday that they play, and it's chalk that runs it back, that's going to be fantastic. Because either one of those three teams in the AFC, excuse me, two of them out of the three make it there. That's going to be great. Eagles 49ers NFC Championship game in Philadelphia, fantastic as well. We are headed for some good football down the road, which then begs the question, who actually takes the Lombardi Trophy this year? Looking mm. at the FanDuel Sportsbook today, the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are favored in that spot at a plus 330 price. If we look at those Buffalo Bills at a plus 420, then the Eagles come into the picture at 5-1 to one and also with the San Francisco 49ers at 5-1. to one. Unlike the NBA that was basically listening like, hey, take one of these Eastern Conference teams, don't worry about the West. We're looking at some pretty even odds here holding that Lombardi. If I had to give you one chance today, who's taking that Lombardi for you? And at what price tag are you taking it at? Well, I mean, the two teams there at the bottom, um, and since I'm already holding Buffalo tickets, I would say <laughs> that uh, the 49ers and the Bengals are probably your best bet. And again, I say that because I don't think the Chiefs are going through this year. I, I do think it's either going to be Buffalo or Cincinnati. And uh, I do think that uh, when push comes to shove, uh, the 49ers, and I think it's all going to be because of the defense, uh, there's just too many weapons. And quite honestly, um, rookie quarterback, no rookie quarterback. I think you and I would have success mm. in place of Brock Purdy with all of those weapons that they got there. But ultimately, the defense is just it's a Super Bowl caliber defense. I think uh, it's going to be a close one with the Eagles, but I think the Niners and the Bengals on that, uh, on that list provide the most value right now. There's a lot of fun and a lot of prop bets you can get into here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, mm. and one of those that's starting to pop up here is the Super Bowl betting odds, but not as we just talked about who's going to win the Super Bowl. How about a Super Bowl matchup? We can go so many mm. different ways. If we're running, let's just say chalk back, the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles not to win the Super Bowl, pick the winner, just to meet. That's a plus 650 price. If you say, you know what, nice. I think the Bengals can crash the part in the AFC versus the Eagles, that's a 12-to-1 price. But if you want to get real crazy, Joe Ranieri, and you say, you know what, Lamar Jackson's coming back, and how dare you bet against Tom Brady if those two teams match up, talking about the Ravens and the Bucks, that is a, excuse me, 210 to 1 price right now at the FanDuel Sportsbook. There are so many options and matchups here. If you're looking, and I don't even want to say, Joe, like down the board, 
what is the most likely scenario for you to meet up where you can cash a ticket in the Super Bowl? Is it chalk for you or maybe one of these teams like a Ravens gets hot with Lamar Jackson can sneak in? Lamar ain't playing, let's be realistic. Unless Lamar gets a contract, he ain't coming on the field anywhere even remotely close here. Um, I uh, I still think, I'm going to say it's, uh, it's either going to be uh, I think the Bills are getting it done on the AFC side, wrapping, and then uh, you, any combination of Bills-Eagles, Bills-49ers. Just interesting matchups here. If you take a look and want to place a $25 wager on the Bills and the Eagles to match up, that pays back $162. Bengals and the Eagles, $25 pays you back $300. A lot of fun can be had if you have the yep. crystal ball out and know who's going to make it to the Super Bowl. Now, game show is returning. Super wild card edition. Where do the lines end up? Come on back and find out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ah, yes, where do the lines end up? Super wild card weekend. A lot of fun to be had by all. Two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, one primetime game with Tom Brady and the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night football. Let's start right off the top Saturday, 4.30 kickoff Eastern, and this is going to be a battle out in the West. It is the Seattle Seahawks. It is the San Francisco 49ers. This line actually opened up at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Joe, at a minus 7.5 price for the 49ers. Has risen to double digits, but now sits at 9.5 as a favorite for the San Francisco 49ers. Rain is in the forecast with a total listed at 42.5. Talk to me about this line at close to double digits. Does it get back there, or do we continue to see a buy on the Seahawks, and maybe this line approaches closer to 7 than 10 points when we're all said and done? Yeah, no, there ain't nobody that crazy enough to, to drop enough money on Seattle to make uh, to make this line uh, come down here. Um, I, I do think there's a good shot. Uh, this might creep back up uh, to 10, but I do think it's uh, it's probably going to bounce around between nine and nine and a half. I do think 
Uh, the biggest movement here as we get closer to kickoff on Saturday, Donnie, and you mentioned it, is going to be on uh, the total, which we had seen at 44 and a half at open. Yeah. We're now seeing 42, 42 and a half. And you had meant the weather is not supposed to be um, cooperating at all in this game. Some rain, uh, more importantly, uh, anticipating uh, wind. Uh, and if that's the case, uh, this is going to be much more of a uh, running style game than it's going to be anything else. Uh, and then uh, you've got to worry that, yeah, are we going to get 40 points or more in the game? I do think uh, that in all likelihood, the total could land on about 40. Uh, and this thing could continue to crater as we get closer if that weather report uh, continues to look uh, as unexciting as it is. This is not going to be one of those beautiful uh, Northern California days when this game kicks off. Yeah, it should be an interesting one to watch because you know that devastating San Francisco 49ers defense will come to play. But also, there's a propensity mm. here for Kyle Shanahan once he figures he has this game won. And sometimes that means up 7 points, 10 points, or 14. Takes the air out of the football and gets really conservative. So something to keep an eye on there. But it's one of those games, Joe, I look at to myself and say, do I honestly think the Seattle Seahawks can win the football game? I don't. So it's always hard to take an underdog. And I know they're getting nine and a half points. It's not like it's a three and a half or four and a half point game. But in order for me to take underdogs, I have to think there's a legitimate chance they can pull an upset to back them. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but we'll find out where that line does wind up. How about this one? Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars, Saturday night football game, 8-15 kickoff Eastern. This line has bounced around a little bit. As high as three, mm -hmm. down to one and a half and ones. Now at the FanDuel Sportsbook, we're back up to a two and a half point favorite for the Chargers. This was a game for me where I looked at before last week's game started and said, my goodness, Jacksonville is going to have to use every little bit left in the gas tank to win the division and make the playoffs. And the Chargers, Joe Ranieri, are going to get a de facto bye week because the Bengals game versus the Ravens was played at 1 o'clock. You expected the Bengals to win. They did. No reason for starters to play for the Chargers. But then Brandon Staley happened, and now we have more of an even playing field. Where does this line end up? Can we get to three here? Or is this always going to stay south of three as a slight favorite to the Chargers? Don't see we're ever getting to three unless there is some announcement uh, one way or the other about uh, guys injured that we didn't know about. Um, I do think uh, the biggest movement here, Donnie, again, is going to come in the way of the total right now. 45, 45 and a half is an open. We're looking at 47 and a half. And uh, weather obviously doesn't look to be a problem in this game. You've got two warm weather teams here. Uh, Chargers being a dome team, but they are, uh, you know, they, they like playing in the calm, cool 70 degrees uh, of their uh, SoFi Stadium. And Jacksonville, of course, uh, both kind of in uncharted territory. I do see a little more Charger money coming in, but this is one of those games, Donnie, where the biggest line movement, I'll tell you now, is probably going to come uh, just before kickoff. We saw a lot of that last week where an hour before kick, we started to get crazy money uh, coming in uh, on a couple of different uh, teams there. Why? Because there were a lot of people on the sidelines waiting to see what happened during the week. Uh, and then when there wasn't any movement, then all of a sudden that steam started coming in just before kickoff. I think this might be one of those games where they're going to see if maybe it swings the other way. If not, 
uh, we could see an awful lot of money coming in on uh, either the Chargers or Jacksonville uh, within 24 hours of kickoff. So keep an eye on it. Yeah, if the Chargers had a different coach and played it differently last week, I would be so yeah. chargered up right now to be like, what a bargain, Joe, to get under three with this yep. Chargers team because they are so talented from top to bottom. But we'll see what happens here. Doug Peterson, no slouch in the playoffs, wears a Super Bowl ring and multiple playoff victories mm -hmm. as well. Flip it over to Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock start here in Buffalo, an action-packed environment here. But if we look at the line, now sitting right now as Buffalo as a nine-and-a-half-point favorite, again, one of these games that is going to be a divisional rematch here. The Miami Dolphins beat the Buffalo Bills first time around. Second time around, had an eight-point lead in the fourth quarter in Buffalo and let that lead get away. Now, the question is going to be is who's actually going to be a quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? If it's Skylar Thompson, things aren't really looking up. If it's Teddy Bridgewater with a bad, you know, throwing finger or throwing hand finger there, I don't know how that's going to match up. I doubt Tua shows up, but the one thing that is going to go for the Dolphins, it's going to be cold, don't get me wrong, about 30 degrees mm. in kickoff, but no wind, no precipitation in this game. Where does this line up? Do we see tens again? And are we just waiting on the quarterback announcement for some line movement here, Joe? Well, I mean, the, the movement is already gone. We've seen from 11, 10 and a half, all the way down to nine now. So uh, I can tell you this, the public is all over the Bills uh, here and not Miami. But we have seen this, uh, this line move towards Miami. And I think uh, the line, if you, uh, without saying it, the line is telling you Tua has a good shot of playing in this game. Because if it was Skylar Thompson... <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much this line would have fell uh, down. But um, this is another game in which the thing to get steamed the most was the total. Uh, this opened up at about 44. We've seen it rise now to 46, uh, anticipating uh, maybe some points here. But again, the points are coming because you mentioned it. The weather, yes, cold, but cold doesn't matter uh, to football players. I mean, look at this game, 30, I mean, 35-23. Uh, look at how many points we got in that New England game, and it was exactly. cold, and it didn't look, uh, as long as there's no crazy wind and rain or snow and all of that kind of stuff there, points could be had in this game, but only, only if Tua is going to play. So I wouldn't touch this until you get confirmation one way or the other, but the reality is the public is on Buffalo uh, and the Sharps thus far, they are looking at the Miami Dolphins as a contrarian play of the weekend. There you go. Next up here, midday, squeezed in between the Dolphins and the the uh, Ravens game. Mm. That's going to be the New York Giants and the Minnesota Vikings. This line has stayed steady all week, Joe, at three across yep. the board at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Obviously, we talked about the level of trust there with Daniel Jones, but also, as always, the level of trust with Kirk Cousins, who I believe is one in three in his four playoff appearances. High-pressure situations, not exactly Kirk Cousins' strong point, but also a Minnesota Vikings team that won a ton of games. They are at home. The three-point line just suggests go win the football game and you probably cover this spread. Is this line going to get any movement? Because it seems perfect. To me, Joe, feels like it goes to three and a half, gets snapped up immediately. Goes to two and a half, gets snapped up immediately. Does this game end up by three by the time we get there Sunday afternoon? Well, we've, we've already seen this line and you mentioned it, uh, Donnie. We've seen this line stuck at, at Three. But when you dive into uh, the numbers here, it's fascinating because, all right, it opened up at three, but yet I'm seeing 
60, 65% of the tickets coming in on Minnesota. But the wait, wait, but wait, Joe, shouldn't the line be creeping up? Well, yes, but it's not. And why is it not? Um, that's a line freeze. And that means there's uh, fewer tickets, but way more liability on the Giants. And the last thing the books want to happen is to throw the hook out there and have all of those contrarian betters uh, jump in and grab the three plus the hook. Uh, they're not going, uh, they're not going to do it here. I do think what you see is what you get. Um, it's interesting, too, because if it does knock down to two and a half, you're going to get a ton of teaser money coming in, taking those giants up and over uh, towards eight and a half. So the books, I think, are, are at three, and you're not seeing the movement while the public is going to back Minnesota. Um, the liability right now for the books lies on the giants. They can't put the hook out there. It might drop, and if it does... Uh, welcome uh, to uh, to teaser heaven because uh, they will be people will be coming in left and right with that eight and a half available to them. There you go. How about this next game here on the move as we speak right now? We're talking about the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals, which was six and a half primarily this entire week. As I was doing the script, it moved to seven. As we now sit yep. now, a minus seven and a half towards the Cincinnati Bengals. So as we like to say, Joe Ranieri, does somebody know something about Lamar Jackson possibly not showing up to practice today on a Wednesday to start that practice week? This line sits at seven and a half. Where is this line going to go with a plethora of quarterbacks that the Ravens could run out there and basically gets worse as you move down the list? Well, it's interesting here, and it's public. Uh, it's perception versus reality. Number one, Lamar hasn't practiced, nor has he been uh, practicing with the Ravens here. And we've got a game coming up in a couple of days. Here we are. When he still hasn't practiced. In fact, I don't think anybody's even seen him um, in uh, in pads or anything along those lines. So um, that's an issue. But the reality is. How much scoring is truly affected with this Ravens team, with or without Lamar? They averaged about 26, 27 points uh, per game with Lamar. The, since Lamar Jackson has gone down, um, they, uh, they only average about 19, 20 points a game. So it's a touchdown difference between Lamar Jackson under center versus anybody else. In fact... Since he went down, they have scored 16, 13, 17, 3, 16, 10. You're seeing a theme going on there. Unless uh. this defense stands on top of their head uh, and limits uh, what Burrow and company are going to be able to do, one of two things is going to happen. Either all the first one to 16 or 17 points is going to win, or uh, we might as well just cash the under tickets now because it's not going anywhere uh Lamar means everything to him and without him in the lineup and the line is already pushing with the hook out there with a touchdown and uh the hook I don't think he's going Donnie I don't think he's even sniffing the field here in this one I think this number continues to rise once it's official towards the Cincinnati Bengals Quick one here. Dallas and Tampa Bay now sits at two and a half. Where does this one line up on Monday night and end up here? This is ridiculous. This will be the biggest public dog <laughs> ever in Tampa. It drives me crazy because I really want to make a case for Tom Brady uh, and Dallas throwing up all over themselves. But the public is going to be all over 
Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks as a dog. I'm going to wait until the very last minute with that one, Donnie, uh, because I do think that Dallas money's coming. Joe Ranieri on Wednesdays. It's a masterpiece as always. We'll be right back with Listen Up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Final segment of the day here for a Wednesday edition of the Early Line. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. Today, Joe Ranieri, Donnie Wrightside, carrying you through from 7 to 9 a.m. Before, as always, handing it over to Ben Stevens and the morning after and the rest of your Sports Grid day. I love Wednesday shows because you get the preview. Super wild card weekend. Where are these lines going to end up? But quite frankly, so many games. Which quarterback is going to show up in this game? Do we have weather that's going to come down? We also talked about the level of trust for some of these quarterbacks that are entering into this week's games without any playoff experience. Sensational stuff to try to handicap and move forward on. Also talked about the college basketball card today as well as the NBA card. But there's something that happened yesterday in the NBA, which growing up as a kid, your coach always told you, you better practice your free throws. Listen up. How many times did you sit there in an empty gym or at the ball yard on the basketball court and practice your free throws knowing that you might get a chance to knock down some special free throws to lift your basketball team to a victory? But how about last night in the NBA? The Miami Heat played the Oklahoma City Thunder. The game ended up 112-111. The Miami Heat shot 40 free throws. Which is if you say to yourself, boy, that's a lot of free throws to even attempt. That's ridiculous. What did they do? Make 28 of them, 32 of them, 36 of them for an unbelievable performance. How about this? The Heat went 40 for 40 last night from the free throw line. So many players participated, but including Jimmy Butler's 23 for 23 from the line. Now, if you ask yourself for Oklahoma City, what did they end up shooting 21 free throw attempts, which is roughly half of what the Miami Heat got. But my goodness, 
You shot 66%, which was 14 of 21. If you would have went 21 of 21, you, Thunder, would have walked away with an easy victory. The moral of the story, always practice your free throws because at one time in your life, you just may need to go 40 for 40. Yeah, that's what the Heat did. Stay tuned for Ben Stevens in the morning after coming up next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.